One of the easiest mistakes parents make is not maintaining a healthy relationship with their spouse. And that can be you, that can be me. When, when we're busy raising kids, it's really hard to keep the marital bond intact. I'm John Fuller in the studio with Dr. Danny Huerta. He heads up our Focus Parenting team. And Danny, um, did having kids impact your relationship with Heather at all? He asked. Uh, <laughs> does the phrase, hey, honey, we need to have more dates. Uh, it seems that we've, it's been a while since we've gone a date. That, has that come up? And yes, it has come up in our house uh, several times along the way. And we've had to be very intentional about putting date on the calendar and then being creative on what that looks like at different ages and stages, being creative with that. And we've, we've had a lot of activities and wonderful things we've been able to, to go to as a couple but as a family. And it's just been fun to be able to explore creative ways to do things together. Uh, and it is a challenge. I'll say that, yeah. John. It is a challenge to try to figure out the schedule when you've got kids. And I know there's some families that have nine 10, 11 kids. I can't imagine trying to navigate doing dates and yeah. managing a relationship yeah. together. We just had two. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all have full quivers, if you will, in God's economy, but uh, I think kids do have a great impact on us. And uh, let's go ahead and hear from Lisa Joe Baker and Jean Daly, who shared some really great thoughts about uh, expectations for real life when you're raising kids. Here they are, speaking with Jim Daly. Lisa Joe, another issue that you mentioned in the book, and this is a little corner turn here, but it's about marriage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we read articles where midlife can take a toll on marriage. Um, you've raised the kids, or you're raising the kids, and they're kind of toward the end, and you're both looking up going, who are you? Right. And, you know, it's unfortunately one of the fastest areas of divorce. So when you start to think about feeding your marriage and taking care and tending to your marriage, when you're in that midlife zone, how do you approach your relationship with Pete, your husband? Mm. Well, maybe I'll begin by saying I had read an article in the Huffington Post that I think is sort of a segue between body image and midlife of marriage because it was the teenager quote of the week. And this is what the quote was. My life will never be complete until someone has run through an airport to stop me getting on a plane. Mm-hmm. Right? Which is this trope from all yes. the rom-coms. Right. Yes. You could never do today anyway because right. TSA yes. would right. never allow that. <laughs> or get tackled by police before that. But I understand it, right? It ties into all these ideas we have about how we're supposed to look or how we're supposed to be loved. And I remember reading that and thinking, no, just period, full stop, no. That cannot be the end of the story because the problem is with movies is after that moment, the credits roll, right? And you go back to your real life where real love you forget actually lives because after the guy ran through the airport, they have to live 20 years together or 30, 40, (laughs) 50 years and uh, 50 years of him throwing his socks on the side of the bed every night. Like, uh, where's that love story? And so I remembered writing and thinking about this idea about love in the middle. Like, that's the real love. Like, the love stories that are the beginning Innings, they, they're fleeting. They're gone in like a heartbeat. But then you've got 50 years. Where are the love stories in the trenches? And so for me, it has really been having eyes to see what love looks like there. I mean, there, the love story is my husband who chooses to drive the minivan in the heat of summer with the broken air conditioning for me, you know, or the guy who says, oh, don't worry, I'll go out at 830 and do the late night run and the pickups or the guy who comes home not with roses, but with like chocolate covered strawberries or, you know, uh, that kind of rice or bread that you like. <laughs> like it changes. But 
for me, it has been constantly this the shifting of how we see, because I think there's this emphasis, you know, carpe diem, seize the day. But what if you're too tired to do that? And what if, though, it's about a shift in seeing the day? It's how you see the day. So it isn't about that dash through the airport. Instead, it's the long love story of 40 years in the middle. Yeah. That's good. That's, <laughs> That's good. good. See Concentrate the day. on that, Gene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you, though. I mean, we're the couple here. So, I mean, what do you think? What in the midlife that we oh. are completing... <laughs> Absolutely. And I do. When you were talking about the airport story. I, when Jim and I were first married and he started traveling, I would park the car and go inside and oh, greet him at the yes. gate, which you could do yeah. that then. And I did that, I don't know, you know, maybe a year or so. And then <laughs> right. I started, you know. That's then, the evolution of your relationship. Right. You get you get at the curb. Right. And then right. You get left at the gate, then it's the curb, yeah. and then it's, uh, can't you take your car? Right. <laughs> or, or how about, I didn't know you were going somewhere. Right. <laughs> That's kind of how it works. But yeah. yes, there are seasons yeah. in marriage, and it's right. not a fairy tale. Right. And yet, God uses it to refine us. Right. Danny, as uh, the guest we're speaking with, Jim, about unrealistic expectations, um, I'm sure many of us have been guilty of kind of putting that on our parenting as well. What are some of the most common expectations you see that uh, younger parents have about the job of parenting? (laughs) That it's going to be easy, full of fun, energy, and laughter all the time. Yeah. It was uh, true uh, up until the all the time part, <laughs> that, right? That's right. Because those are components those are. of parenting. But it's unrealistic that it's going to be all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be perfect, yeah. and your kids are always going to behave beautifully well, and that when you go out in public, that's when they're going to act their best. <laughs> and, uh, especially the grocery store, oh, yeah. and, and when they're tired and hungry, they're going to be fine. Those are some of the expectations. And we laugh, but we I think we're, we're all guilty of having those moments where we think, our kids should do this, but we haven't set them up well. Either we didn't uh, get them to bed on time uh, because of other activities we were doing, or we haven't fed them food, mm. and the expectation is that they're going to be just fine without that. And without food, even adults kind of lose their cool. Really, I love this quote that my daughter wrote in my book, John. We, we talk about this book every once in yeah, a while. Yeah, so you've got a book. For those who don't know, yeah, yeah, first-time yeah. listeners, this, this is, is a book a, that this you a journal keep on the have. counter. Yeah, and my daughter can write into – anyone can write into this journal, or we, we each have our own book. So I can write my daughter's journal, my wife's, my son's, and it's a way to just speak life into each other when yeah. we're kind of busy. This is what it's like to live with a therapist, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're welcome. Great idea. I've never Lexi done this, Alex, but, I, but I wish I would have. <laughs> yeah, and she wrote this. She said, the more we let God take us over, the more truly ourselves we become. And how are we pointing our kids to Jesus mm. along the way? That's the expectation. And in the, in the busyness of it all, in the chaos, in the brokenness, in the defiance, in the, just the messy moments of the home, how are we pointing towards that so that we can become more ourselves rather than behaviorally just control ourselves to make other people happy? We have right now a crisis of perfectionism. Uh, amongst the cultures, creating a lot of anxiety and depression and, you know, comparison on social media that I need to be this person that's loved by everyone and just perfect in all I do. And that pressure is so unreasonable. And with young parents, sometimes they're entering 
with this expectation that their family is going to be the funnest, most amazing family, and let's compare on social media and look at this. And they're setting up their home for a lot of stress. And so relaxing that and saying, how are we going towards Jesus so that we become who God has created us to become? That's really where we need to go. That's rich. And I was I was kind of having some fun there about living with a therapist, but I love the exchange that you have with your kids and the way that they want to communicate with you. That was gold in there, what she said. Yes. And, uh, and I love your emphasis on the heart. Well, listen, you're going to have uh, moments, ups and downs, but uh, just do a slow drip of encouragement by uh, these podcasts, by the resources you find on our website, including a wonderful article called Stages of Motherhood, which covers all those things you need to be aware of, regardless of the season you're in. Uh, That's a free article. We'll link over to that. Uh, We do have Lisa Jo Baker's excellent book, The Middle Matters. Uh, As you can tell, she is really a bright personality with some depth of perspective, and uh, she shares great stories and insights in The Middle Matters. We'll send that book to you when you make a donation of any amount to the Ministry of Focus on the Family. Uh, We'd especially love it if you can make a monthly pledge and be one of those sustainers, the friends of Focus on the Family, who uh, on a regular basis donate to the work here. Uh, If you're not in a spot to be able to do that, a one-time gift is terrific. Either way, a monthly pledge or a one-time gift, uh, donate today and we'll send the middle matters to you. All the details are in the show notes. We'll hear more from Lisa Joe and Jean next time, and uh, of course from Jim Daly as well. For now, on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. As a parent, it's easy to find myself sitting backseat to my kids in the back seat. It's tough to be a step ahead. In full honesty, I'm pretty hard on myself when that happens. But I've found Practice Makes Parent, a podcast from Focus on the Family, hosted by Dr. Danny Huerta and Rebecca St. James. It helps me be more intentional and not feel alone when things get tough. Everything they share is practical and well-practiced, and I can use it right away. Listen to Practice Makes Parent wherever you get your podcasts.